This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Oh my gosh, knock on wood. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Christina. I'm Rayanne, and we're so happy you're here listening with us. Girl, okay, so for those of you who don't know, I'm in Los Angeles right now, and Rayanne is in Mexico City, so I need to know everything about it. How is it so far? Okay, so backstory. I... My friend Rosie was coming here for work and like a few weeks ago, she was like, you should come like, just caught like, I'm just going to be there alone. You should come. And I was like, no, I really shouldn't because I'm going to Mexico the week after. Like, I just need to be responsible. And like, that's just like too much, yada, yada, yada. And then I was like talking on my Instagram story about being like the 80, 20, like 80% of the time responsible. And then 20% of the time, just like being fun and free. And I feel like I really want to be more fun and free. Like I'm in my twenties. I have no boyfriend, no kids, nothing. Like if my friend is like, come stay with me in Mexico city, like, like why wouldn't I go? So I booked a ticket. So I'm just like working here per as usual, being my responsible self. And then like in the late afternoons, evenings, we're like going out to dinner and drinking margaritas and exploring um, and just soaking it up. So I'm like, honestly had a panic attack the night before. I was like, should I go? I shouldn't go. I shouldn't go. But I was like, no, what? I need to be. See, Christina, you are more for you are more free spirited and wild and free than me. And I'm like, I need to channel my inner Christina. Oh my gosh. I, when Rayanne told me, it's funny because when you told me Rayanne and I went to brunch this past weekend, you were telling me almost like, like, is it like, as if you were still like second guessing it? Well, I just felt like I was like, didn't I just stay home and be super focused on work? I don't understand. No, you should always <laughs> fucking go to Mexico City if you have an opportunity to go to Mexico City. What are you talking about? Like, no, it's not even like you have to be here for work. You can like work from anywhere. There's literally no reason. I don't even think like you should even consider this being 20% irresponsible. I think this still falls under the 80%. I think it does too. I think it does too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, like 20% is like, fuck, I blacked out last night and... And I'm hungover. And you know what? I might be like, I should be doing my videos today, but I'm going to do it tomorrow instead. That's like a little irresponsible. Going to Mexico City, I consider that a great idea in my book. I think that's amazing. I'm so excited for you. Mexico City is, I think, so underrated. It is such a cool city. I went there a couple of years ago and it was my favorite. By the way, did you like all my like 5 a.m. DMs on places you should go? Yes, I was so thankful. But you know what? Because we did it so last minute, all these places we can't get in. So it's fine. We're still going to make the best of it. So there's yeah. still some amazing things, but like, I really wanted to go to that Casa Luis place you told me. So I think we're mm-hmm. just going to like show up and try and like schmooze our way in. Yeah, um, Why not? Hola. Hola. But actually since being here, it, so I took eight years of Spanish. I did like an immersion in Cuernavaca, Mexico. I've been to Nicaragua and Guatemala. Like, Spain like I love Spanish I love like and I just I've completely lost it and being back here I'm like I want to I would like live I want to like live in Mexico for a month and like get my Spanish back and like oh it's just 
I would love to be bilingual. And I just like being around everyone here is just like, I'm like, uh, 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 I need to get it back. It's reigniting my passion. I didn't know that you knew any Spanish at all. Cause I feel like I always like talk about wanting to like be better at Spanish. Maybe, maybe we need to start speaking to each other in Spanish. I can pick it up pretty quickly when I'm, when I was there too, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I was here for a couple of weeks, I feel like I could be fluent in it, but like probably not. Cause you speak Greek. Yeah. And I speak a little Italian too. And and Spanish and Italian are pretty similar. Oh my gosh. You are, that is sexy, Christina. Wait, did I ever tell you my Italian story? No, what's your Italian story? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. When I moved to LA, right? Okay, so I moved to LA. By the way, can you hear Nicholas crying in the background? If so, don't mind him. Steve's on daddy duty and obviously not doing a great job. Okay. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I can hear <laughs> Steve, him. What is there. happening back there? <laughs> anyway. It's fine. Okay, so I feel like I told this story before. Maybe you'll remember when I tell you. But... um And when I moved to Los Angeles, I was trying to do some like acting and stuff like that. And I had a commercial, um, like there's like these platforms, like LA castings or whatever, where you like fill out this profile and you like put all your special skills. Like for instance, like if you're a horseback rider or a fencer or like swimmer or like anything that they might be casting for that could help you. And I put that I spoke (laughs) fluent Italian and I don't speak fluent Italian. Okay. I, at one point I was like almost pretty fluent in it. When I studied there and like we had Italian friends, I was like really, really good at Italian, but it's still like pretty, pretty like conversational. Anyways, make a long story short. I went in for this Volkswagen commercial and they were looking for a native Italian speaker. And I had to tell a story in Italian. And I did. And I just like told like the story about like this product I loved about this kaleidoscope, actually, that I freaking got when I was like, <laughs> my balls off in Amsterdam. Okay. Anyways, it was like the most ridiculous story ever. But I got cast for this job for Volkswagen as a native Italian speaker. And I get to set that day and they had this like language coach there just making sure that everyone is like really native speakers. <laughs> And she goes to the director, this girl's not fucking Italian. Like, she's not Italian. So I had, like, this long script, and it kept getting cut down, cut down, cut down. And finally, when I got on set, it was like, la mia golf. And that's all. (laughs) Those were my only lines. Because Volkswagen, they're like a Swiss company, I think. And they don't really know, like, native Italian. And when they heard me speaking it, they thought it was so amazing. But this commercial, turns out, was actually going to be airing in Italy. And they're like, people in Italy are going to know she's not Italian. And Weren't like, you just oh, panicking on set? I would be so panicky. I was, but I was like, mostly like, just kind of like, holy shit. Like, I think that honestly, I was like so confident in that casting room that they're like, this girl is a thousand percent Italian. <laughs> and, oh my God. Think, it was so, so ridiculous. So anyways, now I'm like very, very cautious of being like, oh yeah, I speak this because you pulled, like a Joey, you pulled a Joey Tribbiani. I 1000%. Holy shit. I'm Joey Tribbiani. That's hilarious and embarrassing at the same time. Oh my gosh. Honestly, that I love that because you were just so confident. These people were like, Booker, Booker, let's get her in. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Oh um, but wow. yeah, I don't even know how I digressed to that. But, anyways, okay, we were so talking what about are. Spanish. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So 
yeah, that's what I'm doing here and just soaking it up. So I literally had this taco last night that like changed my life. Like I can't even describe it to you. Like it was the best time. Wait, was I've it ever from a had. truck or like no, a corner thing? No, but we're going to, the, we're going there too. Oh, cause those are so good. I know we don't have enough time. I'm like, Ugh! I'm like, I need more time. Ugh! I don't want to have time and everything. Um, so yeah, but what's going on with you? What's happening in LA? Okay, well, it's Memorial Day weekend, and can I just say I am so excited for pool parties. Are you going to a pool party? I'm just going to – I have – okay, I got invited to, like, three pool parties on Saturday, and I was like, of course. I'm like, can one be Saturday, one be Sunday, one be Monday? No, so I have to turn two of them down. But I'm just excited that people are having pool parties. So we're going to our friends. Actually, our friends that threw us the bridal, the baby shower – we're going to they're having a pool party on saturday oh my gosh um, <laughs> I, I love them <laughs> i love them they're the best um so we're going there and then we're going to see steve's family on sunday and it just like it just feels like summer here and honestly i'm so happy to be back in la i'm so I happy am- you're back <laughs> I'm so happy to be back in LA. Honestly, I've been like questioning whether LA is like the place I want to be for a while. I feel like everyone this past year has like been questioning where they want. And for so long, I was like, do I want to move, do I want to move home to New Jersey? And after being home in New Jersey for like three weeks, don't get me wrong. I love my family and I miss them and I want to see them way more often. I was like, no, like this is just not where I want to be right now. And it was so nice to have that clarity. What do you think gave you that clarity? The weather. Is one. <laughs> the weather, it was like cold and rainy our first week. And I was like, I don't want to have to deal with that. And then two, like realistically, like my family is all in the suburbs of New Jersey, which is nice, but I, I'm just not ready to settle down and be in the suburbs yet. Like where we live right now, we can walk everywhere. You're too cool. It, You're just too cool. It, it just, yeah. It like feels young and cool. And although I did pass this one part of New Jersey where I was like, wow, I could live here. There are like these mansion estates on the water. <laughs> and sounds I like, started, sounds like <laughs> I started like looking up the real estate and I was like, holy shit, these are all like over 7 million was like the cheapest one I could buy. And I was like, if I'm spending this price, I could also just live in Laguna beach. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's another thing. New Jersey is just as expensive as California. So I was like, it's not like it'd be like even like a money saving, you know, like how people move to Florida or Texas or like places like that to save money, like to move to New Jersey, it'd almost be like just as expensive. Yeah. So it wasn't worth it. Also in New Jersey, any day now (laughs) in the whole East coast, I'd be so interested to hear if we have East coast listeners, let me know if you know about this or like what your thoughts are. The cicadas are coming. What do is you know that? about that? Cicadas no, are like they're like these like little the cicadas are coming. That sounds fucking terrifying, dude. It is terrifying. There's billions of them, if not trillions, trillions. No. And they're these. You have to Google it. And they're these <sighs> bugs that come up from the ground. And I remember this. Are you googling it? Yes, I am googling it. Continue telling. <laughs> How do you spell cicada? <laughs> I think it's like C I C A D A S. And there's the, there are these like big bugs that come up from the ground and they fly around from four to six weeks. And there are like millions of them and they smash all over your cars, all over your windows. And then they finally die off after four to six weeks and they leave their carcasses like brown shells everywhere. It is the nastiest, scariest thing. It is like something out of a horror film. 
oh my god this sounds like a plague this sounds like a plague (laughs) it is so gnarly and they come every 17 years and i remember 17 years ago in 2003 they came and we had no idea about them and it was like the scariest thing like for weeks everyone was like what are we doing about the cicadas like you couldn't go outside because they're flying all over the place i mean you can go outside but you're going to be attacked by these bugs Okay, I you were right. It says experts say these cicadas will emerge only once every 17 years and will come out by the billions and perhaps by the trillions. Yes, <laughs> trillions with a T. Girl, I, I it is so wild when it happens. I'm gonna have to have my family send videos so you can see I need- because, anyways. I'm just my mom. I was talking to her about it today and she was like, oh yeah, I know they're coming. She was like, I was very concerned they'd come when you guys were here. I was like, I wouldn't leave so quickly. So anyways. Well, speaking of insects, Mm -hmm. I need your advice on my dating life. Okay. On insects. Okay. (laughs) Insects, bugs, men are, I don't know. I was trying to have a clever segue there. Creepy, creepy crawlers, I guess, maybe. Is that what you're going There there are some fucking creepy crawlers out there. But, okay, I know what you're going to say to this, but, so, listeners, I haven't been, when I actually like someone, I haven't really been talking about them on here, but I really like this person from, oh my God, this is going to give it away, whatever, from Colorado. I don't think he listens to the podcast. Um, I really like him. And I saw him when I was in Denver, like a couple weeks ago. And when I came back, I like told him, I was like, I really like you. And I want, I think you should come visit LA. And he was like, said the exact same thing. He was like, I really, really like you. I want to come visit. Like, I'll keep you posted, blah, blah, blah. And then I like didn't hear from him. So I called him one night when I was just like on a walk and just like chatted with him, except he was like in his freaking hot tub. So it was like, it was just like, I was like trying to be, I don't know. And we had like a great conversation and he was like super, like whenever we talk, he seems like he's so into me, but then we don't text and we don't talk. Like, so I haven't reached back out because I called. I'm just like, if he likes me, he would text or call. Right, Christina? Yeah, girl. I'm sorry, but you know the answer to that. Like, he is not putting any energy or work in. He obviously, like, I'm sure he likes you. He probably thinks you're hot. He probably wants to, like, hook up. But he wants it, like, on his own terms and when it's convenient for him. You know what I mean? Well, but here's the other thing. Like, like, when, when, you go, when, when you went to Denver, though, were you, was he reaching out to you before you were going to Denver? You guys were talking consistently? Or were you so, like, hey, I'm going to be in Denver. I want to see you. So I, we had like tech. So I met him when I was in Denver for like three months over the holidays and we like dated then a bit. And then, um, he was like trying to come visit me when I got, was getting back to LA, but I was like, had never been more busy in my life when I first got back to LA. And I was just like, I can't like deal with this. Like, I can't have you come visit me. Like my life is a disaster. So I kind of, I think like put it off a little bit. And then I texted him and I was like, Hey, are you free Friday? I'm going to be in Denver. And he was like, I am now. And like text me back in like two seconds and was like, made a reservation, did, said, meet me here at seven 30, blah, blah, blah. And it turned out he had friends in town, but he still like went to dinner with me and like left his friends. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I just was like, Ugh. He, if he liked me, he would. That's what I needed to hear from you, Christina. Okay, long story short. I mean, right? I think you might need to have a temporary funeral for him. Honestly, 
he is not worth your time. And if the fact that he won't text or call after you like also made the effort twice, kind of like three times, you know what I mean? I just feel like at the end of the day, if a guy wants to see you, he will see you. And if a guy wants to talk to you, he will talk to you. And if a guy likes you, he will let you know. And especially it's not like he's like someone you keep saying, like he knows and like says all the right things. He's like a smooth talker. He knows what he's doing. So, so it's not like he's like super shy. Do you know what I mean? Like he's probably hooking up with a bunch of people. Yeah. I think he, I think he's, he seems like a very smooth operator. Like, I mean, he's like, six foot five successful. Like he's like a fucking model basically. Like he's like, get has no issues getting the ladies. Um, but you realize that you are like five eleven, super hot, super successful and have no issues either. So like, I kind of almost feel like you're putting him on a little bit of a pedestal. Okay. No, you're right. I am. I am. See, this is why you give me the best advice. I'm just like, I just need to get him out of my head. So that's why I've been like swiping. I've been going on a few dates back in LA. I'm trying to like get him out of my head and get back into the dating game in LA, which has been, you know, we're we're in the fucking trenches out here, but it's good. It's fine. There are some good ones out there. I know it. I feel like you need to make out with someone super hot in Mexico. I think I do too. I think I'm going to try to Vacation romances are the best romances. Fucking... You're an American Ashley movie right now, bitch. Live that shit out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will. Oh, yeah, oh. exactly. That's the energy we need. That's the energy we need. All right. That's the energy. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for your advice, Christina. Um, I think we need to get into channeling this energy. Today, we're going to talk about Hot Girl Summer. Okay. This is, this, when did Hot Girl Summer come into existence? Like last like year? I think it was the year before that. Like when did this term? I'm like, where did this term come from? I don't know. I'm going to do a quick Google search. Please do a Google search on the term. Where did Hot Girl Summer come from? Because it is like, all, I say it 20 times a day. I'm like, Hot Girl Summer. Hot Girl Summer. Like okay. In July 2019, the term Hot Girl Summer went viral on social media and became a meme prior to the release of the song. Oh. Oh, that was where it came from? Yeah. I thought the song came after. Oh, okay. I guess that's it, yeah. By Meg, by who? Meg the Science? Meg, yeah, exactly. That was 2019, which sounds like a lifetime ago. That is a lifetime ago. Um, but anyways, we really wanted to talk about this because Hot Girl Summer is freaking everywhere. And I feel like I say it all the time, too. It's like so much fun to say. But I think that there's a lot of pressure associated with hot girl summer. Um, and it could feel really daunting. And this has come up a lot on my group chats with my girlfriends. And one of my friends was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize like summer actually starts in like four weeks. Like I need to like start working out. I need to get in shape for hot girl summer. And I feel like that I was like, Oh my gosh, like, no, that is not what hot girl summer is. Like stop thinking about I need to lose weight. I need to diet. I need to be skinny. Otherwise, like I can't enjoy my summer because I feel like that's the connotation I'm getting. Like if you're not like feeling yourself a hundred percent, then you can't have a hot girl summer, but hot girl summer is a fucking mentality. It's a feeling. It's like an air of not giving a shit. It's like owning your stuff, knowing that you can be whoever you want to be. To me, like that is what hot girl summer is. Hot girl summer is not like, oh my gosh, I need to lose 20 pounds. I can look sick in a bikini. 
uh, uh, uh. That is not the energy we're channeling. Don't you think, Ray? Yeah. And I just think we need to talk about it because a lot of the things I'm seeing, like you said, is like three ab workouts for hot girl summer, whatever. I get it. I'm all about working out and feeling good, but like hot girl summer is not hot girl summer does not equal losing weight to be in a swimsuit. No. Hot girl summer is putting on a swimsuit, no matter what you look like and going out and living your best life this summer, because we have come through this past year that has been locked us in our homes. And now we can be out and enjoy. I think it's really just about enjoying life and living it to the fullest. And that's not let, waiting until you lose 20 pounds, or that's not letting your yourself hold you back because you maybe ha- have gained weight. Um, and you feel like, Oh, I can only have hot girl summer if I'm like skinny, or you know, the other part of it too, I feel like hot girl summer is like single. You don't, I feel like you don't mm-hmm. need to be single. You don't need to be single to have a hot girl summer. You don't need to be a skinny single girl to have a hot girl summer. We're here to squash that. Exactly. Narrative. Okay. I'm a, ch- I'm a chubby wife that mom. I'm about to have a hot girl summer. <laughs> hot girl summer <laughs> but, oh my gosh. Yeah, you are literally going to have the, the hottest girl summer. <laughs> no, but honestly, it really is such a, it really is such a mentality. And it got me thinking so much about just like, I feel like growing up, like summer, you're always so excited about, but there always was just so much pressure that came with it because it just meant like all of a sudden, if you're insecure about your body, now you have to wear tank tops because it's fucking hot out and you're showing your arms. And like, if you're insecure about your arms, like that kind of like doesn't make you feel great. Or all of a sudden you're wearing shorts, but like, fuck your thighs are chafing or you're going to a pool party and everyone's in bikinis and like, you're not really loving yourself. So you're like the one girl in a tankini. Like that was me all growing up. And as much as I love summer and summer break and like hanging out, like I definitely had my insecurities that like stopped me. I feel like from like living my fullest. Um, so I just want to make sure if you're feeling like that, like you got to stop now, mm-hmm. change that mentality for sure. Yes. I think how, okay. When, cause you mentioned like with your, like feeling like tank tops, like that's a real thing. Like, it's like, you can't just be like, Oh, how do I articulate this? Like, it's so easy to be like, Oh, just like be confident. And like, just be like, don't give a shit. But like, I want to recognize that it's like not as easy as just what we're saying. So I think talk to me about, because I remember the first time that I felt like self-conscious in a swimsuit was my, this girl, I think I told this story on here maybe before, but you're going to hear it again. <laughs> I was at a birthday party, pool party, and I was like swimming around playing mermaids, like having the best time. And one of the girls at the pool party told me I look like the Michelin tire man in my swimsuit. And that's when it like, that's like the first time I remember it. And then from there on out, like putting on a swimsuit was like such a thing of like dread and like anxiety. Like we always would hang out at this kid's house in high school and he had a hot tub and I would always like forget to bring my swimsuit because I didn't want to be seen in my swimsuit when I would just stick my feet in, in my clothes. And it just was awkward. And I'm just like, it's taken a lot for me to get over that feeling in a swimsuit. And I don't know if I can like tangibly like articulate how I got there, but I do think like finding swimsuits I really liked helped me, but I, I would be interested to hear Christina, like your journey with how you felt like going into summer wearing a swimsuit specifically and how you kind of like worked through that and now feel comfortable in swimwear. 
I mean, like same with me. Cause I feel like my entire life, like I was always insecure in swimwear. Like I always like joke around about wearing like tankinis because <laughs> that was like me trying to be cool, but also like being super insecure in my body at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Um, really specifically, I remember being very, very insecure when I was in college going on spring break with my friends to Mexico because all of my friends were like super petite and like so skinny, like, um, and they just had completely different bodies in me. Like they're also like way shorter than me. So just overall, I just felt like this like huge fat towering monster. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't think I ever got over it there. I think I honestly, like, I remember being like, if we weren't in the pool, like I'd have a cover up on, or I'd have a towel wrapped around me. Or if I was like in the pool, like I wouldn't let my stomach show. Um, so that was what, when I was like 19, 20. So like, I was definitely still insecure then. I think that like finding good swimwear health, but I think that like, as I just got older, I just started to realize, and it's like easier said than done, but I just started to realize that like my body and the way I looked in a bikini didn't necessarily like make me feel better about myself as a whole. Like I, I wasn't necessarily happier. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like hard to explain. I get. I guess part of it was like I also like lost a lot of weight and then I gained a lot of weight. Um, and it wasn't like I was more confident as a person when I lost a lot of weight, even though maybe everyone might have thought I looked better in a bikini. It's not like I necessarily felt better in a bikini because even though I lost a lot of weight, I was like still nitpicking everything about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went from like a size 12 to like almost a size four. And looking back on those photos, I was like, holy shit, how did I, I like don't even remember. I'm like, how did I get so skinny? But I remember during that time being in a bikini and being like, oh my gosh, like I still have a big stomach. So like, even though I was like so much smaller, it didn't necessarily change like my confidence. So then I gained weight and I realized like, wait a minute, like my confidence is not like how I, what I weigh and like what my body looks like is not a reflection of who I am. And I think that's how my confidence kind of grew. I think I needed to like, I lost that weight and gained it back. And once I gained it back and realized that like, I'm not less happy or like less I'm just as happy and just as confident, if not more in my current body than I was then. And I think that's when um, I really started to notice the shift. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that's so interesting because you've been, you've been able to like see how you feel in a larger body and a smaller body. And you're like, wait, hold up. Like just because I'm smaller doesn't make me, doesn't equal, I feel better in a swimsuit. Um, that's super interesting. I think, cause I'm like trying to think, I'm like, what has really helped me? And I know we talk about this and it sounds ch- cheesy, but like following other people on Instagram, like when I saw Ashley Graham, like posting in a swimsuit, like that helped me be like, okay, she looks good. I can look good. Like following all types of people who like just live confidently and like show themselves in a swimsuit, I do think really helped me. And then also, and that's why I think I talk about swimsuits so much is finding swimsuits that really fit well and make you feel good because I feel like I feel pretty confident in a swimsuit, but if I put on a swimsuit that I don't like, and I don't feel well, I don't have confidence. Like I'm like, I don't feel good. So I think those are two things that have really helped me feel better it is swimsuit. What do you look for when it comes to fit? Like for you, like, what is it? Is it just, is it like the fabric? Is it the way like it supports you? Like, what are you looking for? 
So I know if I want to like go enjoy myself and just like have fun, maybe like start playing beach volleyball and not let anything hold me back. I will always do a high rise bottom or a one piece because my stomach is like still the part that I'm like, feel like a little bit insecure about. And like, I know before if I was wearing like a low rise swimsuit or a bikini, I'd be like, Oh, I don't want to like jump in and play beach volleyball. Cause like, if I run around, my stomach's going to like jiggle around. And like, I just know, like, I just know that. So like, I feel better in a one piece or a high rise bottom. And then like my breast reduction scars, I just like, don't love them. So I always look for suits that cover them. So like, I never wear a triangle top. I've tried them. They do not look good on me. They look so good on like everyone else. And like, they look incredible, but I just won't do that. So I will do like a bandeau. One of my favorite swimwear brands is Monse, like Rose, Monse. It is expensive, but I notice like I always grab for it because it makes my boobs look lifted and feel good. You can't see my breast reduction scars. The bottoms fit so well. And I just, I think it's, it's expensive. So buy it in like a black or white and you are going to have that for like years. But with my body type and maybe like you would maybe try it and be like, I don't like it. But like, I have just found with my body type, it is like the go-to bikini I go to. And then recently, oh my gosh, I actually found this one piece from Swimsuits for All. I'll have to share it in the show notes and on Instagram. So good. And then one brand you also love, which is You Swim. Yeah. So, okay. So it's super interesting because I love Monse Swim. Like, did I say it right? Yeah. I think so. Their product is so beautiful. And I have one bikini I, from them I love, but overall they just do not fit me. I feel like, really? mm-hmm, I feel like you, well, you just have a smaller waist. I think that's what it is. But like, we're always, we're both on the bigger end of the brand anyways. And I feel like for me, yeah. they would need one size up. Like, I feel like their measurements are just a little off. Like their tops fit me, but their bottoms just don't fit me well. And I keep trying to like it. And I think this is really important to realize that you have to like, everybody's different, right? So what works for one person doesn't work for another person. And you just can't compare yourself with that said. Um, but I agree. I do. Um, you swim is a brand that I wore in Turks and Caicos and I keep getting a lot of questions. Like, is it worth the price? Is it worth the price? Cause they are kind of expensive. And overall I'm kind of like, why is swimwear so freaking expensive? It really is. Um, but I think if you're gonna splurge on swimwear, it should definitely be a classic piece. Like I think a classic white, like once um, one piece or like a, a black bikini um, is a great investment, but something that won't go out of style. Yeah, I completely agree. Another brand that's like, I get questions about is Monday swimwear, mm-hmm. which I really like their stuff. I think their stuff fits really well, but, and I think you have this problem too. I have the nip slip, mm-hmm. like in some of their top styles, I have a nip slip. Like, I don't know if our nipples really high on our boobs or something, Christina. I don't know, but. I love their stuff, but it just doesn't fit me that well. And also, I don't know if I got the wrong size. Maybe I need to try another size, but like literally my boobs are not covered whatsoever. Maybe you need a bigger size, but I will say I've been a little bit disappointed recently. Like their stuff, they don't have their sizes. Like, Mm -hmm. and a lot of the styles don't go up to their, like they do their sizing differently, but it doesn't go up to the bigger sizes. And I'm like, what guys, like what the heck? I do feel like it is like increasingly harder to find great, swimwear for bigger sizes that isn't freaking so cheap and doesn't offer any support. And I think swimsuits for all and Gabby Fresh's line does really, really a really great job at that. 
Yeah. Um, I think fig leaves is another option because they come in like breast sizes, but I don't necessarily like they went out of business. They what? <gasps> they closed. They did. I know. Because I used to post about their swimwear all the time. They shut down Wait, in the pandemic. The entire brand? Yeah, they still have some stuff available on ASOS, but the like it's done. Wait, I just got some lingerie from them in February. <laughs> I'm so confused. No, I think they shut down like after that. Like last week? I don't know. I, I promise. I don't know, but damn, we'll have to look up. It's a hard, it's a hard world out there. Um, it's hard. You know what brand I'm obsessed with that just doesn't carry my size? Do you know Lisa Marie Fernandez? I've never heard those words in my life. Oh my gosh, you guys. Like the most gorgeous swimwear ever, but also like very, very expensive. Um, so I'm like, thank goodness you don't come to my size because it's not something I should probably be splurging on like a $300 bikini. Like that's just not what I need to do, but so, so beautiful. Um, but with that said, something else I wanted to talk about is because I used to get really insecure about, um, my legs chafing and that there's nothing to ruin a beach day quicker than you not even being able to walk on the sand and like have to waddle like a freaking penguin. Okay. Cause you're like the worst feeling, dude. the worst feeling ever. And honestly, um, Mega Babe's thigh chafe has saved my life. If you ever struggle from thigh chafe, you need to buy this. Like the only issue with it is that we didn't create it ourselves because it is so freaking good. <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. I, I literally have it on right now. Yeah, I love it. I literally put it on yesterday when I was going for a walk because sometimes I feel like my legs chafe in, um, what's it called? In like active wear too, which I don't know how, but it's so annoying. I used to put that in between my butt cheeks when we were running for the half marathon. <laughs> my butt cheeks when we were running and leggings would rub together. I used to freaking slather that in between my cheeks and it was amazing. Yeah. It like literally needs to be in your beach bag no matter what. Um, but having no honestly what. solutions like that would really, it's like just such a game changer. I know something else for me is we went to Turks and Caicos. And before I went to Turks and Caicos, I made Steve go out to Walgreens to get me my Bondi Sands dark tanning foam because I wanted to give myself a self tan because I do think, well, for me, it was like two factors. One, I just, I love being tan, but I really just don't like laying out in the sun. I was telling right earlier, I literally have a fucking sun stash. Okay. I have a mustache from the sun. The sun is just so not good for you. Also, after I had the baby, I just get crazy hyperpigmentation. It's so bad. So I want to look tan, but I just don't want the damage. So I feel like having a fake tan is just become such a game changer. One also helps my confidence, but two helps me um, avoid sun damage, but still looking like hot and fresh. It's incredible what a spray tan will do or do using doing at home. Bondi Sands is also when I do it at home and I'm not a total lazy bitch, I will do that. Um, but like it, it, it transform it transforms me. Mm-hmm. Like I see myself, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I, I'm transformed into a new person. So like if you have a beach day and you want to be feeling your best, like honestly, spray tan or Bondi Sands, get that mitt, girl. Mm-hmm. Rub it in. Circular like, motions. You'll be feeling looking good. <laughs> easy, easy on the elbows and the knees. We don't want to mm-hmm. be looking sloppy. <laughs> yeah. Um, completely agree I actually my mom she was like kind of not making fun of me but like thought I was like ridiculous for doing um the Bondi Sands tan at like 9 p.m at night the day before my flight 
And then she saw how good it looked. And then when I came back from my trip, she actually had to go to like this, um, she had to go to this service for something. And she was like, wait, she's like, can you help me tan my legs? Because I don't want to wear stockings, but my legs feel really white. And like, you know, so I ended up tanning her legs. Um, and now she's like, oh, I love this. So it was like so funny to see like my 60 year old mom using it too. Oh my gosh. I love that. She was probably feeling like a million bucks. Yeah, exactly. And she was like, I, I don't want it to like get tan. I'm not trying to get tan. I'm like, that's exactly what you're doing, but call whatever you want. I'm not trying to get tan, but can I use this tan? <laughs> exactly. So, oh know. my gosh. Yeah. I also, I, one other thing that I like to do for, I, I've been doing laser hair removal because I would get really, really bad ingrown hairs in my armpits and like on my like bikini line. And I just felt like the thing is shave, don't shave, do like you, everyone do what they want. Like, I think like everyone looks sexy. However, if that's like what makes them feel good, but I, I shave and usually have to be, if I'm like booked for something, like I have to be shaved. So I did laser hair removal and it is like, my armpits are like freaking Nico's cheeks. Like they're so freaking flawless and smooth and same with the bikini area. Like if that's something that also you're like, Oh, I don't want to be in a swimsuit because of that. Seriously. Laser hair removal has been a game changer. I need to do that. I need to do that on my bikini area because right now I just shave. Um, and I refuse to get waxed. I don't know like why wax is like the most painful thing for me ever. Wait, is laser hair removal painful? Nothing compared to a wax. Okay. Like it's not uncomfortable where a wax is like, I was dripping sweat ready to run away okay so how long does it take you to laser away your bikini line because that's what i want to do so i do that one takes probably five minutes so i go in and i do my armpits i do a full brazilian and then my lower legs and i'm in there for like 30 minutes oh that's quick but i mean like how many sessions do i need oh whoa whoa. yeah here's the thing you have you can't be in the sun so while you're getting your treatments, you can't be in the sun and you get them every like four to six weeks and it takes about six sessions. Mm, so this is like, wow, this is a real commitment. Mm-hmm. So this isn't mm-hmm. something you could even do in the summer if you wanted. I mean, but like you said, you're not trying to be in the sun. So like if you're not laying out in the sun and you're covered up, then you're fine. But you can't get laser hair removal if you have fake tan on or if you have... In, in those areas or if you've been in the sun in those areas. So like, what if you just go to the beach and are swimming and walking around? Does that count as being in the sun? Kind of, huh? I think technically, but like I will do that and I'll still get it. Guys, we're going to have to look into this in further detail because I really want it done because, um, yeah, I just wanted to get my bikini line done. I, I don't really care about anywhere else, but that yeah. sounds good. But, Although it's not like I'm like laying out like spread eagle, like trying to like tan my inner thighs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like if you just like wear shorts, that area won't be in the sun. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, maybe I'm going to do it. I'll keep you guys posted. I'll be a guinea pig for that too. Keep us posted. Honestly, I, I really think like summer is just a couple weeks. I mean, it's Los Angeles. Summer already started. We were on, I was on vacation. You're going on vacation. And I just think that this is the summer to like, just to live it up as much as possible and like stop overthinking everything. Like you said, Christina, hot girl summer is going to Mexico on two days notice. Cause your friend has a place to stay. You just go. That Thank is hot. That is hot girl summer mindset. 
exactly. is going on a first date with an with a new guy, getting back out there. What's other, what are other things? Hot girl summer is hot girl summer is being able is like leaving your baby with your parents for a couple days to go on vacation with your husband. Let's let's do more. Hot girl summer is is, hot girl summer is taking your summer Fridays off. Hot girl summer is booking that vacation that you've always been wanting to do, but second guessing it. Actually, when I was in Turks and Caicos, there was this girl I met there who was super, super nice. She was there by herself. And she was like, you know what? Honestly, I just really wanted to go on vacation. I was asking my friends. No one was able to commit. So I just booked it. I was like, you know what? Good for you. Like that is the type of energy that we need. And you know what? If hot girl summer is wanting to make out with like, you know, guys, like that's hot girl summer. Like, yeah, your life. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's going to be epic. Okay. Should we do, should we do our ask away with Ray and Kay? Yeah, let's do it. We love doing these so much. So don't forget if you have any questions for us that you want us to answer on the podcast, make sure to DM them to the confident collective. Um, and just start it off with ask away with Ray and Kay and we'll be sure to get to your questions. Um, okay. Let me pull this one up real quick. So, um, do you set your dating profiles for certain heights or do us tall gals need to be dating shorter? I've already swiped through all the guys over six, four Chicago, LOL. And I don't know what to do. SOS. I'm six feet for reference. Oh my gosh. So obviously Ray and I can really relate to this because we're both super tall, but I remember like, what was it? Like a year and a half ago, maybe uh, Rand yeah. was like complaining about there being no guys in Los Angeles for her to date, like literally no one. And I looked at her dating profile and like the requirements she had, and she literally had it set to six five. I literally will never forget it. Six five. Like we need to do the math. Like what percentage of the male population is over six five? Like. You are limiting yourself so much. I was like, Rayanne, you need to change this immediately. I needed you to tell me that one day. You were like, bitch, six foot five. Like, you need to put your requirements down. So I personally have mine now set at six foot one. Because if a guy says they're six foot one, he's probably six foot tall. Okay? We have all these men out here on these apps lying to us. Okay? That's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Some, Not all of them. A lot of them. I personally <laughs> think that... I would be open to dating a shorter guy if I met him in person, probably. And he had really good energy. And I was like, oh, we really hit it off. Like, but my apps, I've got to say hi. I want, I, I don't, I, I, I spent my whole life. I, <laughs> this is like a whole other conversation, mm-hmm. but I just am really, I am really attracted to tall men. And I know that's because I want to feel small and petite, but that's like also something I'm like, working through because that's like what we've been told our whole lives and like i'm just always been the complete opposite of that but like like this guy in denver i was telling you about who we have to have a funeral for later but he like i tried on like one of his rings and it was like huge on my thumb and i was like oh my god i'm like just so dainty and petite like i don't know i i think it's because it's like i just like being and i also like the idea of being like a tall power couple but that's also like who cares what other people think it's about the person the yada 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 so if you've swiped through a mall girl i think lower it a little bit yeah i think so too also i think we need to say that like there's a huge difference between six one and six five that's a huge difference like for you like six five is so narrowed down i know 
But what I will say is, you know who has made me think of dating shorter guys? Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Mm-hmm. And even like Priyanka and Nick. Like, I think Priyanka's taller than Nick. They are a vibe. They are a vibe. And I'm kind of like, okay, okay. Like, I don't think we need to completely shut it off. Like, there are so many, like, I'm probably, we're probably losing out on so many incredible guys because we are stuck in our own insecurities thinking we want to be with someone taller than us. Yeah. I I personally, like, look, obviously it's easy for me to say, like, lower that height requirement because I'm married and I have a tall guy, right? So, like, it's easy for me to be like, oh, yeah, I don't think that's that big a deal because I know I always said I wanted someone super tall also. Um, But I just feel like when you're on dating apps, you're going through all these people and it's so easy to quick, like swipe, swipe, swipe that like, what if you lowered it to 5'10", right? Which like, it might seem like, holy shit, that's too short for you. But you saw someone like who's like super hot and like fit all your other standards or like all the other requirements that you had. Then like, wouldn't you like think about it? Be like, wouldn't you want to like give them a chance? I don't know. I just feel like if, if you're willing to say that in person, if their energy was right and everything you met on that way, then you'd give them a chance. Then why wouldn't you do that online too? Because I just feel like you're like narrowing it down so much. I'm not saying like date someone who's five five, like you know what I mean, but like maybe lower to five ten, which means they're probably five eight five nine realistically. Or I'm I don't know. I feel like five ten, like lower it a little bit if you want to open up the pool a little bit more. Um, and see like if you're even okay with that, and if you're not, then you're not. But I just feel like if you've gone through everyone, um, but you're still trying to find someone, then maybe open up your pool a little bit more. I would say also for hot girl summer mentality, I'm like saying, you know, I'll try anything once, like go out with a short guy and see, see, he could freaking blow you away. So I think that's also hot girl summer mindset. Like just try it, see how it goes and like, see how you feel. He could be like, I know guys who are shorter and they're like, Oh my gosh, Ray, I like you. I love how tall you are. Like, and they're going to treat you probably like the freaking queen that you are. So I say lower those, lower that height and try it and report back to us. You need to go on a date in Chicago with a short man. Absolutely. And I just wanted to like emphasize that lowering that height is not lowering your standards. So just keep that in mind, but yeah, report back. I'm very, very curious. And I uh, agree with what you said. Like, and I think when it comes to dating, you just need to be open to anything. Like I have a friend who's like, dating someone right now and like he has a kid and she was like I thought I'd be super against that but she really really likes this guy and I'm like okay and she just met him like organically she was like but if I met him on the apps and I found out he had a kid I never would have given him a chance so I just feel like if you're vibing with someone like you know I don't know what your deal breakers are but like maybe like before you just eliminate someone out of the picture think about it twice you know Amazing, amazing advice. <laughs> we are at it again. Oh my um, gosh, we're geniuses. Geniuses. Um, but you guys, okay. that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're so excited about next week's podcast, too. We're doing our human design chart reading. It's going to be epic. It's going to be so good. So stay tuned for that. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us. 